game week in Atlanta, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech. Breaks a tackle. Oh, and he's gone. House call. Touchdown. And we're a point after away from being all tied up. We'll hear from Georgia Tech staff and insiders as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech football. Runs it right. Slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Jackets. On the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets. Andy Demetra. And a very good Wednesday evening to you. Welcome into another edition of the Georgia Tech Coaches Show. Georgia Tech back at it this Saturday. Sort of a uh, road stress to close the regular season, and it brings them to Doe Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee to take on the Florida State Seminoles. Noon kickoff in Tallahassee. Can't wait to bring you the action this weekend. But before that, we got a full hour of Georgia Tech football talk ahead of us with Coach Brent Key and defensive bass coach Travars Tillman will join us in the hour as well. I'm Andy Demetri. Great to have you with us, and great to have this man with us as well, Coach Brent Key. Coach, how are you? Uh, doing good, doing good. Just uh, you know, getting prepared for a uh, challenging game coming up this Saturday uh, against Florida State down there in Tallahassee. Uh, you know, it's a you know, uh, Mike Norvell's done a done a really good job over the last you know two to three years. Uh, really, in the last two years, you know, has he been there three years now? Four. Uh, this is, I think, year four. Four. Yeah. So I guess. You know, particularly over the last three years of, of developing that roster and, and doing a really nice job of bringing in, you know, he's got, there's a good mix of, of transfers and uh, and you know, high school kids that they're developing, and it's starting to show with how they're playing football. So it'll be an exciting uh, game for us on Saturday, and we're excited to get down there, start get down there to play. Now the Yellow Jackets have won two straight at Doe Campbell, 2009, and then the season opener in 2020, and taken on a Florida State team that is uh, at a record of four and three. You know, you said something, Brent, at your press conference yesterday, uh, barring a quote from Nick Saban, never waste a failure. What was the message to your team coming out of the Virginia game and then going into your Florida State prep? You know, well, you, you have to you, you have to be able to handle success and failure. You know, and there's there's two sides to both of them. You know, the the success, and I've said it before. You know, success is the enemy of success. It, it's it's what can you know, it, 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 it's crumbled entire, you know, nations before. And uh, so it, it's obviously not that big, you know, not magnified that, that much, but you have to stay even kill whether you win or you lose. And it is extremely hard both ways. It's hard when you win to, you know, keep that, that level-headed mindset of going to work. And then at the same time, it's extremely hard you know, after a loss to do that and you're emotional, both of those after both of those events, but you're emotional in different ways, but they both affect the outcome of the next thing you do. So that was a big thing that coach Saban talked about was, you know, the ability to handle success, but also the ability, ability to handle failure. And when failure does occur, you can't waste that failure. You know, you're never going to be able to do anything other than look, look in the past. You can't do anything about it. You can't change it, but you can learn from it. You can use what took place or what happened or what events occurred and, and take those events and use those to help you in the future and the things you do. You had to weather some adversity in-game when uh, Jeff Sims went down. As you said yesterday, sprained foot for Jeff. He remains day-to-day. Zach Gibson came in 
very capable quarterback, but has a very different skill set than Jeff. And you touched on this in your press conference yesterday. How difficult is it? Uh, sort of take us inside that coach's room and explain how difficult it is to change your play calling and your script on the fly when you're going from one QB to another with such varied skill sets. Yeah, there's it's a huge challenge. And you prepare during the week, you know, during the two weeks, the week and a half leading up. You know, with both both things in mind, but there's only so many practice reps over the course of time to be able to work both of those different skill sets and both of those I won't say different game plans, but both of those uh, the things that that suit both of them the best and and before you have a chance to go play and when when you're doing that, it's also not like it's the same plays you're gonna you've run for the last year. You know, plays are tailored and. You know, fit you know for whether it's formationally or whatnot to the opponent you're playing. You know, to, have, to in the hopes of having the best success against that team. So, when that happens, in, in because they are two drastically different style of quarterbacks, it takes a lot of your call sheet and basically you know just slices it off. So there's a lot of calls now that that are you know not available. Well, I'm not making an excuse by any means. That's that's just facts. It's what it is and. And, and as a play caller, as a coach, we we have to be able to adjust uh, on on the fly. You know, f- flip our frame of mind because there might be twenty percent of the plays that still fit. There might be forty percent of the plays that fit. In some in some cases, there might be sixty sixty percent or eighty percent. You know, it, it, it's different for every game on what is what has carryover between the guys. So being able to you know flip your head, you know, after you've been really preparing you know, for the for the latter part of the week on how you're going to call the game. And then be able to flip right away. Uh, it, it, it's 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 not a not a simple task to do. It's not like you're just reading from you know down a list of, of plays. You're, you're trying to sequence things and, and, and do things and set things up, but then also play into the strengths of players on your offense. But you know, you know all eleven guys are important. But that guy that's back there with the ball in his hand making those decisions, it, you know, it's got to be tailored around him. So you know that, that's kind of how the thing how it plays out when those situations occur what was the message to zach afterwards and, and and he showed some moxie you know let's not overlook the fact that he may have started three of 15 he finished seven of ten and what was that message to, to zach afterwards it's 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 like after any game you you have to correct mistakes you have to go back and and, and focus on why mistakes are made and then how you're gonna gonna move forward with those? Right, same thing with things you do well. You have to go back. What did you do well? All right. Why did you do those things well? All right. How are you gonna continue to do those things well? So you you can't waste any of those instances that occur in a game to be able to teach from and, and, and coach off of, so that you know after each game you know you continue to improve and get better and better, whether it be individually or collectively as, as a unit or a team. Uh, the defense, though, I mean, they, they really played with a, a lot of will versus Virginia. Gosh, held Cavaliers to 2 of 14 on third downs, 0 for 11 over the final three quarters, and gave you guys every chance until that very final second to find that tying score. Your thoughts on the defense's day, they really showed a lot of guts and heart. They really did, and, you know, they they had their backs against the wall several times from whether it be a field position standpoint, uh, some things that, you know, were, were an occurrence of you know offense uh, not being able to be productive in those times, and they had their backs against the wall. And then some of the things that occurred were because of the defense. You know, they gave up some some big chunk plays and some explosive plays in the game, and 
the thing that I was so proud of them about was that, you know, the old adage of bending and not breaking. You know, they had those times where they gave up those chunk plays and they were still able to, you know, put their backs up, you know, their backs were up against the wall and they and they bowed up and they were able to force field goals and then sometimes, you know, you know, miss field goal and, and a block field goal and then uh at one point when we're, you know, on the second drive of the game and in the first quarter when we're driving, we drive right down the field and end up throwing an interception in the end zone. Well, then, you know, was it two, three plays, two, I think two plays later, you know, uh, Miles intercepts it and Miles intercepts it and uh, returns it for a touchdown. So, you know, the, the, the way they were able to handle the momentum swings in the game and, and, and play with such a unbelievable, non-emotional uh, trait to them in the game, it was just, hey, here's what it is. We're, we have another chance to go on the field and play football. It doesn't matter where the, the ball is. It doesn't matter where we are field position-wise. We're going to play to the best of our ability to help this entire team win. 25% third-down conversion defense the last four games. Why has there been such an improvement, especially of late, in, in, in getting off the field? We saw that again against the Cavaliers. Yeah, it, it, there, there's not any one thing that, that, that you point to that's just the reason for the success. Like, you know, are we getting? Are we able to affect the quarterback at times up front? Yes, we are. Are we able to play good coverage on the back end at times? Uh, yes, we are. Um, so you maybe one time when you don't have as good a pass rush, you know, you play better coverage. Uh, when maybe one time when the coverage broke down in the back end, you don't notice it because of the pass rush that you know forced a, uh, the quarterback to scramble or throw off a platform. So it, it's it's the complement complimentary football that the defense is playing uh, to, that, that's really starting to show. And with that comes confidence. So as confidence starts to, you know, you know, breathe through that side of the football, it, you know, the, the, the level of play continues to, uh, you know, increase. And facing the Florida State team that has had its moments offensively this year, led by a returning quarterback in Jordan Travis. Like we said, the Seminoles at 4-3 and three in the ACC as we close the calendar month of October in Tallahassee on Saturday at noon. Just getting started here with Coach Brent Key. Like we said, Travis Tillman also along this hour. It is the Georgia Tech Coaches Show, and it continues after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. It's football time, which turns Sunday and Thursday into the best days of the week. Well, they just got better because now through October, Kino has 30% higher payouts during bonus hours before the football games. Win $500, it becomes $650. The bonus hours are Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So play Kino online and anywhere Kino is sold and get 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. 
One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Georgia Tech Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. Let's welcome you back to the Georgia Tech Coaches Show. I'm Andy Demetri. He's Brian Key, Travaris Tillman, our guest in the second half hour. Enjoy catching up with your uh, former teammate on the flats here, Travaris Tillman. Did, did you guys know when you were teammates together that you were looking at a future coach in Travaris? No. How would I know that? I, you know, to some guys, you can tell. They, they, um, you, you look at the, the way they carry themselves in the film room and with their position group, you're like, yeah, that guy's, that guy's got a coaching future in him. No. We, we were in college. We were, play, we, we, we were playing football and going to school at Georgia Tech and having a daggum good time doing it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it you know, now, when you look at the qualities that a coach possesses, did he have those as a player? Yeah, he did. He, he was he was a, a student of the game. He was a, you know a, a great leader on the team, a great communicator on the back end, and being able to really run the whole back end from uh, from his position. And then you know he's such a physical player. So really, all the things that, that he demands from his position group. I mean, that, that's what he was as a player. That's who he is. Yeah, Travaris Tillman, and he's uh, doing some work with that Georgia Tech secondary. Nine interceptions, six fumble recoveries, 15 turnovers among the nation's leaders, and plus 10 turnover margin. That is third in the nation for your Yellow Jackets, and they will take that turnover margin now in the double digits to Tallahassee. Uh, I want to ask about red zone touchdowns. I know you did a lot of self-scouting during the bye week. If you put a finger on why the team is able to get in pretty efficiently to the red zone, but just not finding quite the finishing formula in, in, in getting the end zone. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's the consistency of play as you're moving down the field, okay? So if you're, if you're consistent in your play moving down the field, Right, and then you, you get into that area where, where things do become tighter. Uh, you know, safeties are closer. The windows are tighter. You know, the, the, the consistency is not there. Okay, so you go from playing consistent football, moving down the field at times, to, to then getting into the red area. And, you know, the throw windows aren't there. You know, the tighter throws aren't there. The safeties are lower, uh, you know, for, for, the, for the run game. So, you know, you put all those things together and say, well, why are we not? Well, Great, te- great red zone teams are able to run the football in the red zone. That's that's been the case for, for many, many years in football. Whether you're playing high school, college, or professional, so it starts there. You know, we've, we've got to be able to, you know, consistently run the football down there. The second thing is, you know, we've got to be able to be the same group we are. You know, in the in the free will zone, as far as the consistency, when we when we get in there, that we don't start to panic, we don't start to do things that are uncharacteristic, we we don't get a penalty when we get down there, you know, we don't you know try to make a play that's not there, uh, we just continue to you know trust the preparation, trust the, the 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 plan, stick to the plan, and then then you start to have some success, but you know you. You, there's you go back and watch watch film of the games. You say, "Well, man, this was there," but uh, you know, 
we slipped, we slipped and, and fell on, on the corner out, or man, this play was there, but you know this guy, this guy missed one block. Well, when you when you put it all together, when you get into the red zone, your 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 margin of error is so much smaller, and because the where the field is, so that one person that might have missed a block, or that one person that might have you know slipped on his route, or that one uh, the running back that might have slipped on the run or missed the cut, it, it, it the the adverse effect from that is so much greater down there. And so continuing to play, you know, consistent football with all 11 guys, but now doing it down in the red area, right? And because that's where it's a lot more critical and it shows up a lot more. Uh, you'd said yesterday at the press conference that you expect both of your Zachs to uh, to have reps at quarterback, Zach Gibson, whom we already talked about, and then Zach Pyron, who is uh, yet to make his, his Georgia Tech debut. He was an Elite 11 quarterback out of the state of Alabama. You've seen him since he arrived on campus. Give us the, the, an insight into the skill set of Zach that makes him such a good fit for this offense. All right, well, well, Zach, Zach's a competitor. Pyron. All right, so is Gibson. But okay, we're talking about Pyron right now, yeah. right? Okay, we got two Zachs. Zach, the Zach Attack Show. So, Pyron, tremendous competitor, three-time state champion, quarterback in high school, uh, played at you know five high school, small high school up in Sand Mountain, Northeast Alabama, uh, for two of those years as a starting quarterback. I believe went thirty and zero in those years, and then transferred down to Birmingham to Pinson Valley High School, you know where they were more of a spread, uh, spread attack, throwing the ball around, and then you know and won a state championship there. So, and the funny thing about it, Fife is a you know old school wing T option, you know under center running, you know quarterback running the football all the time, and then goes to Pinson and has you know this you know played in this spread offense. So he's got experience being in both of those, or in two different types of offense. But he was a winner in both of them mm-hmm. and different players around him. But he was a winner in both of them. And that means a whole lot of that position. You know, just the intangibles that come with playing it is the confidence in winning. And it's no secret that when you win, you gain confidence. When you play well, you gain confidence. And then, you know, winning being the outcome of it. But when you, when you, when you recruit those quarterbacks and they come from winning programs and they've won a lot as a player, right, that says a lot about who they are and, and the competitive makeup they have. Uh, Chip Long, I think you know, was Mike Norvell's first offensive coordinator at Memphis. So those two guys, they go back a long ways, gosh, to their uh, to their Arizona State days. That caused uh, you to be a little more cautious in crafting the game plan and the signals, all that goes into it, or is that kind of overblown? Just that, that, that level of familiarity between Mike Norvell and, and Chip Long and how he likes to run things offensively. Oh, goodness. There's no caution going into anything we're doing right now. Yeah, we, we can't be cautious. We can't afford to be cautious. We've got to be smart uh, with what we do. So do you sit down early in the week and have those conversations about, all right, do you think there's anything here? Is there anything uh, wise that's been kept? And, you know, it, it's, to the, it, it's been so far removed that there's, there's not anything that's similar. Things have changed and evolved uh, in, in from that sense. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like we tell the kids. I mean, you, 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 the biggest opponent you face every week is yourself. It's not the other team. Now, do you know you have to know the opponent inside and out and know their tendencies and what they do? Yeah. But, you know, same thing as coaches. You, you can't change or become, you know, emotional in any way that you play a football game just because of who's on the other sideline. Do you know the chip, Dell Alexander, Mike Norvell, they carpooled together to work at Arizona State for four years? So that's funny because I didn't know that, like, coaches carpooled a lot. Neither did I. Especially, like, especially now in this day and age. Uh, 
Coach O'Leary used to talk about him and Tom Coughlin carpooling together at Syracuse back in the day. And then him and Coach Friedgen carpooling here. And now these guys are talking about carpooling. I don't know. I need to find somebody that lives close to me, maybe jump in the car with them in the mornings. Yeah, it just, you know, you guys are here so often. Like, you'd at least want the autonomy of being able to go home when you want, not have to make a detour to drop somebody off. It just seems like that's a, a dying thing, carpool. I, you know. I would hope nobody is, is going home whenever they want to right now. Well, that's true. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> make sure those doors are double locked. Uh, well, we don't. <laughs> Again, I would hope that we don't have to double lock them. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean we, yeah. we got coaches that are all in the same goal and all have to do all the same thing that we want to accomplish right now. They're very true. Very true. Uh, Brent Key joins us. Travaris Tillman will come up in a little bit. Uh, as far as the run game goes versus Virginia, I know you put that all to bed, but when you kind of do the, the self-scouting, anything that the, the team could have done better, particularly rushing it on a first and second down? I know a lot of it starts with blocking, but there might have been some missed cuts or you know, missed opportunities for the running backs as well. All of it. All of the above? All of the above. You know, we, we, we have to be more consistent. Uh, you know, and then when the game you – know, there, there was a – so as the game went on, as the game went, you know, we started off the game, you know, we got it down to a third and one. I uh, had a, uh, a false start that was a combination of a lot of things, not a lot of things, but a couple of different things, not necessarily on one person or another uh, that caused that to happen. Can't happen. Bottom line, unacceptable. Uh, then the next drive, we come to the sideline. We, 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 we you know, fix it, make sure it doesn't ha- won't happen again. The way that happened, we go right down the field, you know, and we're able to run the ball, you know, mixing mix in the throw and run the ball right down the field. Uh, throw the interception, unfortunately, unfortunately, throw the interception. Come out uh, either the third or fourth drive and called a couple runs, got a yard or two yards, and a couple things that, <coughs> excuse me, a couple of things that were fixable and correctable, and then when the when the game changed a little bit uh, with with the change of quarterback, it, the 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 way to run the ball changed a little bit too, uh, and you know the, all of a sudden those one yard runs or those two yard runs to a play caller become a lot more magnified um, and detrimental. So you know being able to show the ability to do it consistently, uh, you know, with the running backs. Uh, the quarterbacks, the offensive line, the tight ends, you know, the receivers when they're involved or, you know, whether it be blocking or, you know, carrying the football, being able to show that consistency is what instills confidence now, you know, to, to chip, you know, call on the play. And we've got to do that. And then we've got to, we've got to stick to the plan and, and be able to do that because we had a, we had a firm plan going into that game and of how we had to win the game. And we weren't able to stick to that plan as the, as the game unfolded and really ended up being a huge detriment in, in our ability to have success in the game. So, you know, we've got to be able to consistently, uh, consistently hand the ball off, everyone be on the same page and, and, and get consistent yards. So we're staying in front of the sticks. Well, you're facing the Florida State team that has had some inconsistencies stopping the run this year. I know they've had some injuries on the defensive line, but see if there are some opportunities at Doe Campbell Stadium this Saturday. Your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and the Florida State Seminoles. Tommy Slather at noon. Coming up, it is defensive backs coach Javaris Tillman. Coach Key will be back at the end of the show to break down the keys to a successful Saturday in Tallahassee. That's all next on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. 
Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in! When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrec.com. Glory isn't given. It takes hard work. It takes hustle. Only then do we see the results begin to stack and the swarm start to stir. He dives for the end zone and he gets in! When we rally the swarm, we become something much bigger than any single one of us. A program built on the belief that success is measured by showing up, digging deep, bouncing back, being part of something bigger than ourselves. Touchdown, Jackets! For tickets and more info, visit ramblinrec.com. Be honest. Since you got up this morning, have you done anything new? Tried any new foods? Listen to new music? Or taken a new route? The good news is, the day isn't over. Hey, Lexus, turn it up. And the reinvented Lexus RX is definitely something new. With heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H performance hybrid. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer. Attention plumbers, pipe fitters, and HVACR technicians in Atlanta. If you're not making over $51 an hour total package, this message is for you. The United Association of Plumbers, Pipe Fitters, and HVACR Technicians Local 72 has immediate opportunities in Metro Atlanta. Top-level pay, excellent benefits in retirement, long-term projects, and safe working conditions. Contractors are hiring right now. Call 404-373-5778 or visit UA72.org and click join us. The latest on Yellow Jackets football. It's the Georgia Tech Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. As we welcome you back to the Georgia Tech Coaches Show, the all-alumni hour of the Georgia Tech Coaches Show. Brent Key will be back a little later on to preview Florida State and wrap things up. But for now, we turn things over to a former Tech letter winner himself. That might be understating it, though. He was a team captain. He was all-ACC NFL veteran back here on the flats as Georgia Georgia Tech's defensive backs coach, Travaris Tillman. Coach, good to finally catch up with you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Uh, whose office was this when you were a player here? Do you remember? Because I feel like there's a 50% chance you were sitting in the seat in front of the desk like I am now. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could tell you. It's been so <laughs> long ago. Um, but if I had to guess, maybe it was Coach Roof. <laughs> maybe. Okay. Yeah, Ted Roof, so who How knows? How has it been now, getting settled in? I know you've been here since the winter, and, and probably the novelty of being back at your alma mater as a coach has worn off to a degree, but I'm still there at times. You catch yourself walking in, and uh, the moment hits you. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels good to be back home. feels good to be home. feels good to be back on the flats and, you know, around something that's uh, really familiar to me and something um, from my past that, uh, you know, helped me grow as a man and uh, become, the I guess, the coach I am today. How much do your players pick your brain about your playing days at Tech? Have they looked up your highlights from your Tech days? They're always looking for my highlights, but I think I'm too old <laughs> right now for them to find highlights because everything is on videotape or whatever. But um, they, 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 they ask about, you know, how, how my time was here at Tech. And um, I, I share things here and there, and um, they, they appreciate that. If they can't find your highlights, I'm sure they've asked about your stats, right? If, if for nothing else than an aspiration. Oh, just how many interceptions. That's, that's the okay. most common thing they, they, they always ask, how many interceptions did I have here at Georgia Tech? And the answer Which was seven. 
seven. Yeah. That's pretty lofty. I know Zamari got the uh, fourth of his career right. this past Thursday versus Virginia. He's still got some time to to maybe get your heart rate rising a little bit there. Right. I hope I hope he be, I hope he um, takes over that that seven mark and you know gets at least fifteen. So but, that'll be good for us. Well, let, let's talk about the penchant for this team and the, the secondary in particular to get turnovers. Had four versus Virginia last Thursday. That's now fifteen turnovers on the year. Already surpassed the team's inter, uh, turnovers total from last year and third in the nation in turnover margin. Every team is different, and I know that there sometimes is an element of luck to forcing turnovers. A ball gets tipped off a wide receiver's hands and just so happens to land in the hands of a defensive back. But why do you think, having worked with this group as long as you have, that they have such a nose for the football and getting turnovers? Um, because we, we emphasize that. And, uh, we don't even call them turnovers. We call them takeaways okay. um, because we're actually trying to take the ball away from the offense. So that's something we um, pride ourselves in doing and, and practicing each week. And um, it's actually paying off for us. And, and um, it's, it's, it's good to see these guys getting those, getting those results. All right. So no longer are they turnovers. They are takeaways. Takeaways. Trying, trying to take the ball away from the offense. Is, is that something just – from your own vernacular, who'd you pick up that from? Um, I mean, just from I, I think that's a more of a defensive term now yeah. than, than turnovers, um, just universally. But um, Coach Stack really emphasizes that, and um, you know that's 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 the term we use now. Well, it's not only the turnover margin; it's not only the takeaway total, but 21st in the nation in passer efficiency rating defense. How have you seen this secondary grow and and gain trust in one another since the season began? Again, it, it comes it comes to those guys being in the same room together, hearing the same thing. I mean, it, it's, it's been good for them and they they, they, they're some smart kids, man. I, I, I mean, I, I wish I played with some guys, some of the guys back there. <laughs> not knocking my old teammates, but there's some really um, intelligent guys back there who's, who's kind of they, they kind of see what's going on before it even happens. So that, that makes them, you know, able to make that play. Talking with some of the cornerbacks and safeties, they have all remarked about how close this group is and the camaraderie that they feel in the room. And camaraderie is not just, hey, how well we get along. Camaraderie is also about holding one another accountable. If somebody is slipping or makes a mistake, being brutally honest with them, but in a way that's not going to hurt their feelings. How have you seen that camaraderie that you maybe see in the film room, that you see on the practice field, translate to game days? Um, because they, they, they all know that um, I'm, I'm the leader in that room, but we're all coaches in that room. I, I give all those guys the authority to, you know, to, to – correct or or praise or whatever each other so that everybody's held accountable and, and it's just it's just showing up and it's, it's just great to see that how they've how they've taken that mentality and um like it's just it's just a player-led room i mean i'm just i'm just there to be uh, you know be the facilitator but um it's, it's really a, a player-led room this was a secondary group that had to replace 127 career starts entering this year between cornerback and safety and nickel. And so there were some opportunities for guys very quickly to ascend into featured roles. LaMiles Brooks is one of them. The pick six and the fumble recovery versus Virginia. You have a very discerning eye for talent. What makes LaMiles a talented safety whose best ball, frankly, is still ahead of him? No doubt. Um, his, his, his attention to detail, um, his... Um how active he is in the, in the meeting rooms. He's always asking questions, and he watches a lot of film. He's a student of the game, and, and it shows up on on, on the um, on the playing field on Saturday. And um, he's just the way he communicates out there. He's probably probably the best communicator right now out there in the secondary. I mean, he sees everything. The, the, the kid, like I said, the kid, he's very intelligent. That's something Brent mentioned uh, on the show last week, that his communication is as at high a level for a safety as any safety that he's been around in his coaching career. 
how would you kind of quantify or, 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 or describe the communication level at which LaMiles plays? I mean, like I said, he's, he's seeing things before they even happen. Again, that comes from his film study. But um, he's calling out plays and he's not even on the field. Like, he's off. He's had, he's had his reps, his four or five reps, but now he's still on the sideline communicating with the guys that are on the field. So he's getting double duty. In, in, in that respect. Is there a play that sticks out in your mind here recently where he was able to diagnose it instantaneously and then the defense was able to make a play because of it? Just having that knack for for sensing what's about to come and then communicating that to the rest of his teammates? I believe it was a play in the pit game where he kind of left his coverage to go, you know, to, to, to go. He made a play on the ball, but it really wasn't his coverage. It was someone else's coverage, but he knew what the play was, and he took a chance. So he's kind of a risk-taking in that um, aspect, which at some that's not really good <laughs> at, at some, some, you know, sometimes. But um, in, in that instance, he, I mean, he did a great job. Was that the fourth down pass where he got the breakup in the middle? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. How about that? Yeah. Uh, when did you first know that this was a guy who had the potential to be a high-level player. I'm sure you saw that very early in the spring, but when did that first cement in your mind that, hey, this is a guy that I know come the fall, he's going to be a dude for me? Just his attention to detail. He can play multiple spots in the secondary, which is which is great to have a versatile um, DB like that. So he can go to nickel. He can go to the other safety. He might be able to even play some corner just because he's just so detailed and, and, and he, he knows you know the ins and outs of the defense, which which makes him very valuable. But as a coach, you to get a sense of this in the spring, I mean, how early in your relationship with, with LaMiles did you know you know this could be an anchor for me? Um, just uh, probably in the meeting rooms. Like I say, just, just the way he communicates in the meeting rooms. It, it, it takes a guy that really knows what they're doing and, and confident in what they're doing to go out and, um, and, and, and play good ball because the more you think, the slower you play, you know. And he plays at a, a fast, you know, fast level because he, he knows and he studied, you know, what, what's going on. And he's paired there uh, at safety with Clayton Powell Lee. Love the nickname you, you, you coined for Clayton Powell Lee, the young vet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart kid, man. He, he's 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 beyond his years. He's he's come in and, and and did a great job, you know, replacing Jay King. Which um, I hate that we've lost him for the season, but um, he Jay King's still around. He's still mentoring um, CP. So that, that's a good thing for for all of us. And Pro Football Focus gives Clayton Powell a very high grade as a safety in stopping the run. From your observations, what makes him a good run stopper? You look at his size, and you might not think he's somebody you can clean somebody out. Uh, carrying the football, but he has shown that's not the case. Yeah, he he, um, he um, diagnoses on plays very quickly. He, he, and then as you do that, the closer you can get, the faster you can get to the line of scrimmage, the the less speed that that running back is going to have, you know, on that play. So, but um, he he's a very good tackler. He he, he knows leverage, so he'll he'll if he has to make a left shoulder tackle, he's going to keep it on the left shoulder. He's going to wrap. He's going to squeeze. I mean. Every hit in this game is going to be something that's going to knock a dude out. The name of the game is getting the guy on the ground. And he has certainly done that. As he, like you said, got the battlefield promotion for Jalen King, whose influence is still felt in your room. We'll take a timeout. Much more to come here with defensive bass coach Travaris Tillman on another Wednesday night of the Georgia Tech Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. That frosty chill in the air is here to stay. Just make sure that pesky pests like roaches, ants, and rodents aren't trying to join in on the winter fun. This is the time of year when pests and wildlife intruders start seeking food and shelter inside your home or business as the temperatures drop. Luckily, you can trust the pest control experts at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. 
It's football time, which turns Sunday and Thursday into the best days of the week. Well, they just got better because now through October, Kino has 30% higher payouts during bonus hours before the football games. Win $500, it becomes $650. The bonus hours are Sunday, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. So play Kino online and anywhere Kino is sold and get 30% higher payouts during bonus hours. Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. and Thursdays, 6 to 8 p.m. Only from the Georgia Lottery. Play responsibly. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Here comes the rambling wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply. Georgia Tech football continues to buzz. Now more of the Georgia Tech Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus Florida State meeting up again at Doe Campbell Stadium in Tallahassee. Tomis Leather at noon will be on the air with our network pregame at 10 o'clock on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. He will be back a little later on to deliver his parting thoughts on that contest versus the Seminoles. Florida State at four and three, losers of three straight, but all three to ranked opponents. Joined once again by defensive backs coach Travaris Tillman. You had some battles with the Seminoles back in your day, did you not? Yes, 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 I did, man. It was a uh... Not all. There were none. None were victorious, <laughs> which sucked. But um, it, I mean, it, it, it was it was always a battle and, and, and a team I look forward to playing this year. Now, now you were uh, prowling in the defensive backfield for Tech when Chris Winky was slinging it around the yard for FSU, right? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. I actually intercepted Winky. Um, there was not really any instant replay at that time, and they called me out of bounds, but, hey, it is what it oh, is. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what year would that have been, 99? That was a 99, yep. Wow. Yep. And uh, that was the year, was it not, when Joe Hamilton went 22 of 25? Was that that's 41-35 yes, game? Yes, that was, that, was, that was in Tallahassee, yep. That is still the school record for highest completion percentage in a game, minimum, I think, 15 attempts. Joe went 22 of 25. Oh, and he happened to set the school record against the number one team in the nation. No doubt. If, wow. only, if only we could have played a little bit of defense. Well, you know what? It all comes full circle because here you are going to Tallahassee with a chance to extend what many people don't realize is a two-game win streak for Georgia Tech in Tallahassee. Won the season opener in 2020, 2009 again. I know you're looking for your secondary to have a big day. We talked about LaMiles Brooks. We talked about Clayton Powell-Lee. Let's talk about Zamari Walden. Another Floridian got an interception against Virginia. It just seems like he gives a very steady presence at, at corner. He is, man. He's, he's, he's playing really, really good football right now. And I'm, I'm very proud of the, of, of the way he prepares, man. He, he's, he has no fear, which, which, which is good. I mean, he's, he's a boring corner, which I, I, I love boring corners. Huh. Uh, he just goes out and does his job and, um, you know, keeps, keeps, keeps uh, receivers, you know, stays on top of receivers. I like that. I've never heard of a boring corner before. When, when they're throwing it in the other direction, 
That's when you know you got boredom on your side. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That means you're doing your job, and they, they don't want anything to do with you. Now, you were an all-ACC boring corner. I, play, I played corner and safety, actually. Yeah. I played some corner out of necessity at times, yeah, I but, um, but I was more of a safety, yep. K.J. Wallace, he's a guy who slowly uh, progressed, had that big interception near the goal line versus Duke, playing some nickel and, and all over the field in the defensive backfield. Have you liked his progression so far, his first year in the program as well? Um, he, he's, he's done a great job. He's come here and stepped right in, uh, obviously taking a leadership role in, in the room, um, and he's, he's playing really good ball right now. Another kid that's really, really smart, man. It, it's, that's probably the theme of that, that, that secondary. They're all very smart, and they, they all see things before, before they happen. It's got to make you a very appreciative coach in that film room, doesn't it? It does. It makes my job very easy. You know, you've been at several different stops in your coaching career before coming here to Georgia Tech. Does the message land any different when these players know it's coming from an alum? It's been it's coming from a guy who's been in that chair, in that meeting room like they have? I believe so. It, it does make a difference. I mean, it, it, it makes a difference that I was actually fortunate enough to play um, in the National Football League as well. But um, being an alumni here and having played here, it does put a little extra on that on, on that uh the defensive pass interferences are the occupational hazard for a corner or a safety and you know i, I don't want to take money out of your pocket i'm not going to ask you to relitigate some of those <laughs> yeah. those defensive pass interference calls but the question is more so when a guy gets whistled for a dpi that could have been a borderline call what's the conversation that you try to have with him to make sure it doesn't seep into how he defends similar plays as a game goes on, that that flag doesn't kind of seep into his psyche moving forward. Um, just because I preach next play all the time. There, there's, I mean, once that play, that every, every play has a life of its own. Once that play is over, it's gone. So now we reset. So um, I, I'm, I'm conditioning these guys to not even think about that play anymore. We'll clean it up on film when we get back in the film room on Sunday or Monday. But uh, during that game or during that practice, it's just next play. All right, let's get your thoughts now on Florida State and the challenge the Seminoles present offensively this Saturday, led by Jordan Travis, returning starter. What are his strengths, his skills as a QB as you've broken down the film? Man, he's a very um, competitive kid. He throws a nice ball. Um, he's very elusive. <laughs> you know, if he, if, if he gets a rush in his face, he, he can get out of trouble. So, I mean, that, that really makes him dangerous. And then when he is um, on the run, he can throw it too, and it's pretty freaking accurate. So um, it's, it's going to be a big challenge for us, you know, just to stay in front of those guys and you know when when he is scrambling we, we got to make sure we, we're, we're plastering stand on the receivers yeah and one of those receivers is johnny wilson the arizona state transfer big six seven kid has defending ej jenkins in practice throughout this season uh probably adequately prepared that, 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 that kind of that kind of helps but um, that, that kid that kid is really good man it's, it's going to take um all all the preparation and technique that we've been through this whole season, you know, to just, just contain that guy. You know, Mike Norvell came to Tallahassee with a very distinct offensive system. He and Chip Long, when they were together at Memphis, they lit up the scoreboards. How would you kind of characterize the passing element of Mike Norvell's offense? What are some things that Georgia Tech fans can expect on Saturday? Um, just they, they like to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands as fast as possible, a lot of RPO in there, but um, they will throw the ball down the field, you know, to take shots to just to test your um, your DBs out as well. Uh, and, and there are some other guys that are, are very good, elusive receivers. Got Ontario Wilson, uh, got Micah Pittman, 
And they also utilize their running backs as well. What kind of challenges does that present where they have guys that not only can pound the rock in between the tackles, but they don't mind flaring them out as well and catching passes out of the backfield. It just makes it makes your um, preparation, you know, that much more difficult mm-hmm. to tell you the truth because it, it, it is it is um, it does put some pressure on the defense when you have a guy that, that can run the ball really hard, but also um, has enough skill to go out the backfield and catch the ball as well. Well, Taras, I really appreciate the time. I can tell you really like coaching your guys. It's really coming through that this is just a, a good group that you're working with. It's a really good group, really good group. I, I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. I mean, I hope, I wish we can just play for forever because <laughs> just, just the season just lasts forever because I think we're, we're, we're getting better each week, and, um, and I, I think we're, we're enjoying each other's company, and uh, we're having fun playing football right now, and I hope it just continues. Do you see any mini Travaris Tillmans in that room? Uh, I don't or are you just a one-on-one? I'm part. I'm part. I'm part of a unicorn. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Only kidding. But um, humbly uh, speaking, I'm a unicorn, right? <laughs> no doubt. But um, um, I, I can I can see a little um, Clayton Powell. Powell in me. I can see yeah. that a little bit. Uh, Clayton Powell Lee, I'm not sure if he's aware, but Malachi Carter is 24 yards away from surpassing his dad on the all-time receiving yards list at Georgia Tech. Gary had I think 1,299. Malachi comes in 1,276. Might want to plant that bug in Clayton Powell Lee's ear just to give a little extra something to Malachi here these next couple of days of preparation. No doubt, that's good stuff. That, that may um, have make make Malachi go out and play a little harder this weekend. There, well, you know what? He had that game tying touchdown in the fourth quarter of the season opener in Tallahassee two years ago. So he's already liked Doe Campbell Stadium, Georgia Tech. Certainly liked uh, the environs back in 2020. And let's go get that uh, win in Tallahassee for their defensive backs coach. No doubt. We appreciate the time. Thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thank you. All right. The Georgia Tech Coaches Show will continue after this. We'll wrap up with Coach Brent Key. That follows this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is proud to be the official craft beer sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA and check out their location on the Eastside Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, and handmade cocktails, plus live music and so much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. (laughs) Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Be honest. Since you got up this morning... Have you done anything new? Tried any new foods? Listen to new music? Or taken a new route? The good news is, the day isn't over. Hey, Lexus, turn it up. And the reinvented Lexus RX is definitely something new. With heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H performance hybrid. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. 
See your Atlanta area Lexus dealer. There's no better source on Georgia Tech football than our team of Yellow Jacket Insiders. This is the Georgia Tech Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Our thanks once again to defensive backs coach Travaris Tillman for joining us. Georgia Tech and Florida State this Saturday from Doe Campbell Stadium. Tomey's Leather at noon, and there could be a milestone that you may witness this Saturday. Malachi Carter is set to appear in his 54th career game at Tech, which would tie a school record shared by four other Yellow Jackets. Coach, he's also 14 yards away from moving into 15th place in school history in career receiving yards. You know the next person he can catch is? Uh, that would be Gary Lee, the father of Clayton Powell Lee. I don't know if Clayton Powell Lee knows about this, but well, now you and every other Georgia Tech fan does. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure that that he knows that tomorrow morning. I, I'm see. sure I'm sure you will. And Clayton Powell Lee continuing to uh, uh, get his uh, indoctrination into playing ACC level offenses at uh, safety opposite Lamiles Brooks. We heard from Travaris about the job those two have done facing this. Uh, quarterback uh, Tr- Jordan Travis, uh, Florida State, returning starter, 61% completion percentage, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions. Give us uh, an overview of Jordan Travis and how he profiles as a QB. I still have a hard time calling LaMiles LaMiles. Yeah, because he came in as Miles, even though his given name is LaMiles. He'd always been called LaMiles growing up, and for some reason they just dropped the law when he got to Tech. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know if they dropped it because I started recruiting him in ninth grade. I mean, I was recruiting him in ninth grade, and from ninth grade until recently, he's Miles. Really? Miles Brooks. And then it became LaMiles. And I told him today, I said, oh, man, I'm still having a hard time calling you LaMiles. And he goes, you'll figure it out, coach. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have another pick six, fumble recovery. You'll get used to it pretty quick. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I add that law to it. Uh, that, but as far as Florida State goes, Jordan is a is a dynamic player. You know, with his uh, with with his feet, with his arm, he's got good talent around him. And he's able to deliver the ball and uh, distribute the ball to those guys. You know, they 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 set everything up with the run. You know, they're when 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 they're able to run the ball consistently in the game. It, it for the quarterback, it becomes a lot easier. You know, no, no different than we just talked about. It's a uh, it's a lot easier on that guy when he knows there's some breathing room in the sticks when he's not sitting back at you know second eight you know second ten second twelve the entire game so creating that breathing room with the run game really helps to elevate the quarterback and then when they do uh when they do sit back to throw is complimentary this is complimentary throws with the run game with their play action and their run action throws and then when it all breaks down he's able to make make plays with his feet he's able to make plays running running and throwing so we have to be really disciplined up front number one stopping the run you know playing physical playing aggressive playing downhill to stop the run but also understanding that they're a big part of who they are is their play action game and then his ability to scramble so we have to be disciplined within that and have to be disciplined in our responsibilities be disciplined in our pass rush lanes when we're pass rushing and be able to bring him down when we tackle him they're second in the acc in pass defense schematically what makes the seminoles good at, at shutting down opposing passing games well they've got good players you know, I touched on that early on. That they've done a really good job of bringing in the right players that fit their scheme and fit their system, and they've developed those players over the course of time. And uh, they, they, they're they're not super complicated, but they they do enough complementary things in the back end that calls you to you know, have to make sure you're your own point from an offensive standpoint. And then the you know they're not like I said not super complicated, so it allows those guys to play fast. 
allows those guys to, to that are within the system to be able to run around, you know, be disciplined with their responsibility, but also make plays. Uh, knowing that, you know, it could be one of three guys uh, taking the snaps for you on Saturday. How has that changed, you know, the practice reps this week? And, and could you kind of use that to your advantage? Because, you know, Florida State doesn't know as we sit here uh, who's going to be QB1 or, you know, they have to prepare for a QB1, 2, and 3. Do you think I'm going to tell you, like, how many reps each person took? Well, if, if you whisper it really quietly, I don't think anybody would. No, I'm no, just kidding. It's, that, that was something that was a major, major major point of the emphasis this week was making sure that the quarterbacks got the plays that they were uh would have the best ability to execute and repped them to the maximum amount throughout the week so in order when we get to the game on, on saturday those guys when they're in the game have the plays that they are extremely comfortable with and extremely and that we're confident as coaches that they can execute all right well there you have it and again georgia tech uh, had dropped six in a row at Doe Campbell Stadium. They've since won two straight. We'll see if we can make it three straight and get the Jackets back into the win column at high noon on Saturday at Doe Campbell Stadium. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of the Georgia Tech Coaches Show. Our thanks to Travaris Tillman. Coach, our thanks to you as well. We'll see you on Saturday in Tallahassee. Appreciate it, guys. Go Jackets. All right. He's Brent Key. I'm Andy Dementor from all of us. Thanks so much for listening to the Georgia Tech Coaches Show. You heard it right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. With a Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's to the fans who show up for the game, finding their spot, staking their claim, towing the trailers, hauling the gear, a tradition of tailgating that happens each year. And here's to the truck they drive, the Ford F-150 truck. Power your tailgate like never before with an available Pro Power onboard generator. For great offers, see your local Ford dealer today. Not all models, trims, or features may be available. Contact your dealer for more information. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. You've been listening to the Georgia Tech Coaches Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets football and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.